Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of the Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Hey everybody, welcome to the Are You Listening podcast, where two friends sit down and talk about music for a little bit. My name is Scott, I'm here with my good friend Brand. Brand, how are you this fine day? I'm chilly. We're we're visiting the polar bear club up in the mighty north. <laughs> I have no idea where they're from. Oh, you'll learn. <laughs> yeah, you'll I learn. know that. The joke didn't land because I tried to do two different angles on it. I could have just went one and it would have been. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it's not as chilly, but polar bears live in chilly climate. I thought you were going to stop at polar bears live in Chile. And I was going to say, I know the climate crisis Ooh. is pretty rough, but I don't <laughs> think that's happening yet. I don't think they're moving that far south, south. quite yet. <laughs> polar bears aren't moving south. We're here to talk about the Polar Bear Club and their record, Clash Battle, Guilt Pride. Brand, you didn't know where they were from. Did you know anything about them beforehand, though? I've seen the name around. Uh, maybe okay. you maybe you have re- said something about them to me at some point. Maybe somebody else has. But I no, I, 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 I firmly believe I've never listened. And if I did, I didn't remember any of it. Let's put it that way. At least okay. I didn't hear any of what we heard here, probably. Well, Polar Bear Club was an American post-hardcore band from Rochester and Syracuse in upstate New York. Not chilly. Not chilly. I mean, Except not like... Except for in December. Not like January. southern. Not, not southern <laughs> chilly. And not like in the south. It's not warm, but... There was it's temperature chilly a... throughout some months of the year. Man, I wonder if they get as much rain as like... That's not that far from me. That's not that far from you. No, it's. I think it's pretty much just straight east from me. And it's. I think it's straight north from me. Um, yeah. North and a little east, maybe. When they're upstate, maybe they're a little bit north of me. I don't know. Even though you don't live in like the fucking Upper Peninsula, in my head, you're still pretty far north. We are pretty far north. Like you could see Canada from your house. Yeah, but Canada is even east of Michigan a little bit. Like Windsor, Ontario is east of us more than north. Like there's a bridge to Canada in Detroit. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Which is technically south of where I live. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. (laughs) This is the geography cast. No, we're talking about Polar Bear Club who formed in 2005. 
The band underwent multiple lineup changes with vocalist Jimmy Stad and lead guitarist Chris Brown as the only consistent members. Chris Brown. Yeah. With an E, though. With an okay. E. Okay. Yeah. We're all right. We're all right. I was worried for a minute. The band formed in the summer of 2005 with its members coming from a variety of upstate New York-based hardcore punk and indie rock bands. Their influence were said to include the bands Small Brown Bike, Third Eye Blind, Hot Water Music, Jimmy Eat World, The Weaker Thans, Lifetime, and Silent Majority, whose song Polar Bear Club is the song the band was named after. Do you know any of those bands other than Jimmy World? Jimmy World, Third Eye Blind, I know. I know the name Hot Water Music. Yeah, they got it. They're coming to you eventually. Other than that, no. No, those are pretty no much. Small brown br- no Small Brown Bike, Weaker Than, Lifetime, not. or Silent Majority. I'm a big fan of uh, Small Brown Bike and Lifetime, at least. I don't think I know the Weaker Thans or the band Silent Majority. Clash Battle Guilt Pride is the third studio album and second official release on Bridge Nine Records from the Polar Bear Club. That may be where I know the name from then. Bridge Nine. I've purchased, yeah, I've purchased two blind grab, blind, blind, why can't I figure out this? Blind bags? Two vinyl blind bags. Yeah, from them. And, (laughs) okay. And, and, well, one of them may have not been blind. One of them was like pick four or something. And I maybe oh, I saw okay. Polar Bear Club in there, and you're like, I don't know them. Never mind. No, and I got a weird like because uh, Terror was on Bridge Nine in like their early career, which seems wild. really that's yeah. yeah, that's crazy. So I got like a Terror the Bridge Nine Years record. Oh wow, weird. Because I always thought Bridge Nine was like less hardcore, like very poppy. Yeah, and Terror was a part of them. I don't remember what else I got from from Bridge Nine, though. Probably some weird stuff I've never heard of. Terror might be the only one I got that I've heard of. The record was recorded at Salad Days Studios in Baltimore, Maryland from April 6th to May 4th, 2011 with producer Brian McTiernan, who was lead vocalist in the hardcore band Battery, the guitarist in Ashes, and is currently the singer in Be Well. Three bands I do not know. Yeah, me too. And he's doing but it all for all these. Movies. He's doing it all and then running a recording studio and producing. I feel like I've I feel like I've heard that name before, but I'm sure it was probably because of, I'm sure it was because of production, though. I don't know what it would have would have been, though. Right. Judging by this record, something you would have listened to, though, if, if this is the kind of stuff he's producing. Yeah, I imagine so. I didn't look to see what else he's done, but th- this one came from him and I'd probably listen to other stuff that he did. In April and May, the band participated in the Take Action Tour while recording. In July and August, the group went on a tour of Europe with support from Man Overboard, Fireworks, Balance and Composure, and Make Do and Mend. I know Balance and Composure. composure. Yeah. I'm wondering what, because I had a few of those Take Action Tour comps. So I'm wondering. I'm wondering if I knew. If I've heard a song by them on one of them. Oh, maybe. This is the only one that pops up every time because it's the only one I remember. Do you remember which one that uh, Ryan Premack from Poison the Well opened with like that little thing? I want to oh, say it's volume speech. two. I, I was going to two came to my mind, but I'm not 100% sure. It's three. There we go. So let's see if there is a Polar Bear Club track on this. Oh, my God. Why is there so many songs? There's a ton on those. 
I remember it being like huge. It's pr- probably why I bought them. Yeah, I guess it's like 40 songs. No, no Polar Bear Club. I no Polar Bear Club. Gotcha. And that's the only one I really remember. So, okay. So, no, you might not have heard them before then. Might not have. The record was released September 13th, 2011, receiving high praise with multiple internet outlets, giving the album four out of five star reviews. In addition to Stat and Brown's appearance on the record, it also features guitar work from Nate Morris, bass from Eric Henning, and drums from Emmett Menace. Uh, That's all the notes I could find on the band and the record. So this is their third record, and they have records out after this, I assume. They're still a band. No, they they broke up. Okay, they're not just, a band I, anymore. But did they? But was this their final record? No, there was two two more. It definitely feels like there should be more notes out there. <laughs> if I a know. band has four legit releases, it feels like there should be more notes. Yeah, I agree. But There's I not, guess Etown Concrete had four also. So, and we we got very little notes on them. Basically, that fun fact about that record store that sold eighty five percent of their sales. <laughs> Right. Yeah, that was it. Jersey went hard for E-Town. They really did. So I got a list of the albums that were released in September 2011. We'll go over those real quick. Uh, Coming out on the 6th, we have Thrice with Major Minor. I think it's probably my least favorite from them. I don't remember enjoying it that much. This is post um, Vishnu. Vishnu? Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is post that. I stopped at that record. Yeah, I didn't even like I liked that record. I didn't even like Vishnu that much. I liked it a lot, but I didn't continue. Like that was just yeah. I, I think this is a, this is a period where I wasn't I didn't have my finger on the pulse of anything that wasn't in my face. Like I was listening right. to a lot of older stuff and I was listening to the main pop hits, but I wasn't hmm. like, oh, this this band has a new record coming out. Oh, this band has a record coming out. I just didn't care at the time. Right. Right. Yeah, I I loved the artist in the ambulance. And then I think Vishnu came out after that and was like not a 10. So I was disappointed. Not that you can follow up artist in the ambulance with anything really. Uh, and then they went from there to major minor and her. No, they did that alchemy index for EP. I, I liked thing. a couple of those. I liked a couple of those. Yeah. But so I, it being I like four different EPs kind of bummed me out. Well, see, I downloaded them all at once and they were all in like yeah. one thing. Like it was Alchemy Index one to four and all the tracks were there. Yeah, I purchased them all and was bummed that I purchased them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a rough time for you, boy. <laughs> Is a, isn't a bad Thrice record better than some other records? Like a bad Thrice record is still better than some bands. Oh, for sure. I like agree. It still it has just a sound that you want. Yeah, it just wasn't what I really wanted, though. Which was Artist in the Ambulance 2. Not happening. Not, not happen. Well, no, they put it out la- this last year. They did that uh, remake of it, remember? Where they had like the guest the guest singers and stuff and changed up the... Like they changed up the format a little bit. Did I listen to that? I think it was a record of the week for me. I don't know. Probably not because I probably told you about it and you were like, oh yeah, yeah, it's probably great. You probably hyped it up too much. And you were like, oh, this is awesome. They got all these guys. And well, is it guys that like I don't know, but you know? I, That's what it felt like. I don't remember. It might be. Like it's a bunch of a bunch of guys from bands that you're very familiar with that I have no idea who these dudes are. Probably. That would make <laughs> sense. Uh, coming out on the ninth, we have the studio debut album from Ed Sheeran Plus. 
Is that the big one or was equal the big one? I don't know. Or divide. Divide was the big one, I think. Is that the big one? I don't know. This was no. This is debut. It had, what was that out. song? A plus. Was that the name of that song? I mean, maybe I know one or two Ed Sheeran songs, but you could play an Ed Sheeran song and I wouldn't know it was Ed Sheeran, probably. Right. Uh, coming out on the twelfth, we have Anthrax with worship music. Oh, I'm good. Nah, I don't know it. They never, they never did it for me. They they have a couple tracks, but yeah. I wanted to. I wanted to so bad. I think their look is cool. Their logo is cool. Scott Ian's cool. Everything yeah. about them screams cool. But I listen to their music and it's just like, oh, all right, sure. Yeah, I've never been a big Anthrax guy either. Like, I think I downloaded their first like four or five records and re- really tried, really yeah. tried. But and I just, just didn't break care. through. Those hits are gotcha. good. Other than that, yeah. not for me, I guess. Also on the 12th, we have Dream Theater with a dramatic turn of events. I haven't tried as hard as I did with Anthrax, but I did try Dream Theater. (laughs) I don't think I've tried Dream Theater at all. I thought there was a Dream Theater record on that 100th Greatest. Was there? I thought there was, but I can't. There probably was. I don't remember it, though. And I think we were both just like, sure, fine. I was going to say, and if I don't remember it, that means it didn't leave an impression at all. So it was probably just mid. Yeah, it was just, it was just, okay, sure. They have that drummer yeah. that's crazy, right? Martin, uh, Mike, Mike, Mike Portnoy. Yeah, they say he's like incredible. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Uh, on the 13th, we have Bush releasing The Sea of Memories. I know Glycerine. That's yeah, I don't, I don't know Sea of Memories at all. I didn't even know they uh, put out a record called Sea of Memories. A Bush record in 2011. Yeah. That sounds like a big yikes to me. It sounds like it's terrible. That's, I listened to I that like one they released like No, I I didn't even know the name. I listened to that one what last year? I think it came out and it was garbage. Not the band garbage, it was just a bad record. I mean, I definitely didn't listen to it, but I don't remember it even coming out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh then we have The Devil Wears Prada with Dead Throne. Yeah, that's like the first and this one feels weird because there were a couple tracks on that that I liked, but it never grabbed me. And that's when I fell off of them. But I have friends that tell me that's their best record. Oh, really? Yeah. But for me, it just, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I was, wasn't in the vibe anymore. That is one of the new ones I checked out during this time though. I was like, Oh, Oh, proud. all right. And then there's, there's a couple tracks on there that I really enjoyed, but all in all, I was like, you know what? I think they're heading in a different direction that I'm not super. (laughs) Right. Maybe if I revisit it, it's great. Maybe it's a Whitechapel situation where I didn't like New Era of Corruption as much, and then I went back and revisited mm-hmm. New Era of Corruption, and I liked New Era of Corruption. Okay. But that might have been based on how much I didn't like their new, new stuff. <laughs> yeah. Also on the 13th, we have Kevin Devine with Between the Concrete and the Clouds. I know who Kevin Devine is. I've never listened to a Kevin Devine record. Yeah, this one wasn't one I super enjoyed. Like I was, I was off by this time. Also on the thirteenth, we have stained with their self-titled record, stained. Oh, self-titled. I thought you said debut, and I was concerned. No, <laughs> no, yeah, no, no. I don't know what that is. All I know is it's been a while. I've seen stained live. It wasn't on purpose. Yeah, it was an accident completely. They they were at a festival, so they yeah you know, they played. Uh, we also have we came as Romans with understanding what we've grown to be. Ooh, what's that cover look like? Do you know offhand? Not offhand, I have no idea. There was a the one that's like gray and blue and green. 
I remember that I one. I think they all are <laughs> with like really intricate art on them. I only know their first record. I only know to plant a seed. That's the only one I know. Yeah. So I listened to oh, the 09 record and then maybe I listened to a track or two of 2011 record and I was like, ah, not what I'm into. Not what I'm into. But I do like that first record. I liked a lot. Gotcha. Well, maybe I need to check out this uh, this one. Yeah. Or the rest of them. Maybe. I don't know. They have five or more. the rest of them. Do they really? <laughs> They just put one out last year. Yeah. Wow. Coming out on the 14th, we have Opeth with Heritage. No, never really a big Opeth guy. Wait, wait. Okay. Opeth was one we listened to on the 100. Ghost Reveries. Yeah. Yeah. Ghost Reveries was their good record. Yeah, we liked that one. Well, the one I remember being good and then revisiting, it wasn't as good as I recall. But then they had another one on the list that was actually ranked lower than that one, but I think we liked better. Yeah, I think it was shorter. That's what that's why I liked it more. Yeah. <laughs> uh coming out on the twentieth, we have Demi Lovato with Unbroken. I'm sure I know it. You, I'm sure yeah, I, I know it. Are you a Demi Lovato it. guy? I am. I've been a Demi guy for a long time. Since Skyscraper. I heard the track well, might have even been before Skyscraper, but Skyscraper, the track is the one that really put it over the top for me because her vocal performance in Skyscraper is insane. Oh, okay. And I was like, Oh, Demi's a legit singer. Is what happened at that point. Gotcha. Is she was she a TV show actress? Yes, she was on singing Disney or Nickelodeon. Sunny Sunny with a Chance, I think, was her show on Disney. Okay. Maybe maybe Nickelodeon. One of the two. All right. I've never listened to Demi. Did she just put out that record where she's like on a cross on the cover? Um, that was last year, I believe. Was that Holy Fuck? Was it called Holy Fuck? I think so. And then she okay. put out a rock covers record, but like it's her own songs cover, like rock covers. Oh, like song. covering her own songs as rock yes. songs. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Like Slash is on it and there's like a bunch of different. People. Oh, wow. All right. And it, and I like all those songs. So hearing them rock style didn't take anything away. I was like, yeah, give me give me more of this. I'll take all this. Oh, that's cool. That's neat that somebody would do that with their own stuff. I think it's cool. Y- yes. Yeah, Demi's been an artist, like an actual artist for a few years now, where like there was some times where it was like, oh, you're just a pop star. But it does, oh, right. seem like, does seem like Demi continues to move in a more artistic fashion. Oh, that's cool. Uh, coming out on the 21st, we have Sebastian Bach with Kicking and Screaming. Oh, not for a million dollars, but I, oh, no. I, love, <laughs> I love him on Gilmore Girls. <laughs> oh, that's right. He's like... Uh, the de- part of the no, band. he's the drummer or something, right? He's a guitarist. Oh, is he? Was that right? Yeah, yeah. He's uh, like the cat. the forty year old, like joining the teenagers band. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, just, that's just right. In, just in in the teenagers band. In, I in totally forgot about that. Yeah, coming out on the twenty seventh. This is a a big day for your boy. We got Blink one eighty two with neighborhoods. That I just listened to for the first time earlier like, this year. Yeah. yeah, last year I can't remember when we did the draft. I can't remember when we did the draft, but yeah, but that was the first time I ever listened to it. Yep. Then we have Machine Head with "Unto the Locust," which was the follow up to the Blackening. Okay, which is which the only is the Machine Head I've listened to. to. Go listen yep. to that episode for sure. Then we have Mastodon with the Hunter. All right, you can you can keep that one, which wasn't on the 100 list. But then we have the the debut studio album from J. Cole, Cole World: The Sideline Story. I never listened to that one. I, I don't know that one either. 
But those first three I mentioned were big for me that day. J. Cole sits in such a weird realm in my head. Really, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. It's it's just a weird place. Like, I respect J. Cole. I like J. Cole. Mm-hmm. Every time J. Cole has a verse, I, I think it's great. And then yeah. anytime somebody tells me how great J. Cole is, I think they're lying. I don't know why. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I don't know why. You like, you know he's great. You've witnessed him being great. But when somebody tells you what you're like, nah. I'm like, settle down. All right. There's other. That's rappers. so funny. That's so funny. A lot of it probably stems from the off season because people blew that thing up and I thought it was just okay. I liked it a lot. I know you did. You were one of them. Yeah. Yeah, I was one of them. <laughs> Also being released on the 27th, not a big one for me because I didn't know about it, but also a studio debut album from Seth MacFarlane. Music is better than words. I, th- I think he can go away now. I just genuinely think Family Guy Family Guy made the world worse. I genuinely believe that. Oh, really? You didn't like Family Guy? I liked Family Guy for the three seasons when I was a teenager. Okay. So like a South Park situation. But yeah, same thing, I guess. And then people made it their whole personality. And it's like, come yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to talk to me in nothing but Family Guy quotes or constantly reference Family Guy. I get you have interests. <laughs> right. I have interests. But I don't know. And I will still admit, if 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 I watch if I watched a new Family Guy episode, I would probably laugh. There are probably good jokes yeah. on there. Yeah. I mean, and again, maybe it's better now. I haven't watched Family Guy in many years. But I haven't seen it. I didn't even know they just, were still putting out episodes. It just annoyed me for many years, the people that would reference nothing but that, tell only jokes from that, and made their whole personality mm-hmm. family guy that I've just, I disconnected. Just absolutely gotcha. disconnected. Again, like what you like, but don't make your whole personality. <laughs> or do. Right. And you could just stay away from me. One last record release, September 2011. On the 30th, we have Newfound Glory with Radio Surgery. Nope, not familiar. I bought it on CD and listened to it and promptly forgot what's on it. All right, uh, let's slide into the Billboard charts. Do you want to do the 200 or the Hot 100 first? I think I was into the pop charts here. So let's go 200 first. And then if there's any connection between the albums up top and a single, maybe I can pull the single. Okay, here we go. Uh, Starting with the Billboard 200 for the week of September 17, 2011. Number five, David Goyetta, Nothing But The Beat. I think it's Getta. It's just Getta. Sure. Uh, David Getta maybe did a song with Lady Gaga. Okay. Or somebody else. I definitely know there's a track with David Getta involved. Maybe Kesha? Oh, okay. But I don't know if I've ever heard (laughs) just a David Getta song. Yeah, I don't I don't know him at all. Coming in number four, Jay-Z and Kanye West with Watch the Throne. Yeah. That's a big record. That's a big record that I never got into. I don't know if I've ever listened to it. I have not. I know I know this that that single is amazing. I love that single. Oh, in Paris? Yeah. I love that yeah. single's fucking excellent. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe I was on some anti- maybe I was on my anti Jay Z shit at the time, and then since then, since I've come around on Jay Z for the most part, now I'm like mm. on anti Kanye shit. Maybe maybe that's, that's what's going what I, on. That's where I was at with it. Yeah, that might have been what happened. But yeah, it ha- it has to be great. You you don't hear anybody saying it's bad. Like I've never heard no. anybody one. I've never heard one person say it's even mediocre. I know that everybody <laughs> says it's amazing, yeah. and I. I genuinely don't remember it 
I think I I think I bought it. I had to have listened to it. Okay, but you don't remember it. But I don't remember it. Uh, coming in number three, Adele with twenty one. Great record. I I I think twenty five is my favorite by her, but twenty one is amazing. Twenty one is I love twenty one. Pussy. What? That was twenty one Savage ad lib. Oh god. <laughs> You said I love 21, oh, and I just Jesus. threw an ad lib in there. <laughs> oh, no. Terrible. Uh, coming in at number two. All right, sorry. God. Red Hot Chili Peppers with I'm With You. Yuck. Move on to number one. Yeah, yeah. number one, Lil Wayne with the Carter Four. Fuck yes. You know what a bummer is, though? Hmm. I didn't know when this. I didn't know when the record the, with this Polar Bear Record ca- Club came out, and the record I yeah. plan on giving you, I believe, is in this same exact month. Oh wow! <laughs> so I may need to call an audible. I don't know. We'll see. I'll, I'll decide by the end. But gotcha. I, I. But when you said watch the throne, I was worried, and then yeah, Carter <laughs> Four is also out. Carter Four is also out around the same time. Oh, okay. Um, Carter Four. You weren't. You didn't listen to Carter Four, did you? No, I didn't. Mm-mm. I thought it was great. I thought it was really good. Okay. I liked Carter Four a lot. Other records on the list, highest, uh, longest running. I have four of them because they're all around the same, but coming in number 17 at 98 weeks, Adele's 19. Yeah, that checks out. Yep. I think there's there's, there's definitely a time where 19, 21, and 25 were all on the chart. At the we're time. all on the charts, yeah. Next up. Coming in at 143 weeks and number 72, Lil Wayne with the Carter three. What a great record. Yep. See, I struggle to say peak Wayne because there's so many different Waynes. Mm hmm. I think for I mean, for me, favorite Wayne record without a doubt. That's it. Just yeah. Hit after hit after hit after hit, man. Like there's so many tracks on there that are just absolute knockers. That's the only one I've listened to for for one reason or another. I have no idea why, but that's the only one I like. You've to. never listened. You've never listened to any of his mixtapes. You've never nope. listened to. Oh, no, I listened to that rock record. I'm an alien. Is that what it was? Oh, called? Stop it. I'm a human. I'm a human being. I'm not a human being. Is I that what maybe. it is? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's the rock record, though. I think he had a little a couple rock things on it. And I think his neck next record was the rock record. But I can't. Okay. I don't know that that rock record. Whew. That's, yeah, not great. Yeah, he did a he did a kickflip and he was like, "Here we go." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he bought a skateboard and that was the end. Coming in at 146 weeks at number 65, Zach Brown Band with the Foundation. Holy shit. That has been on our last four episodes. I, I know, I know. <laughs> it's wild. Yeah, yeah. That's, and we we yeah, always talk record. about how much we love it. Big record, big record. Yeah. Great record. And I'm ready to plant my flag in that it is responsible for the resurgence of this the shit country. Not saying that's a shit country record. No. But I'm saying people loved that record so much that they were then ready to accept lesser country because of right. it. Right. Yeah, for sure. And the last one I have here, 149 weeks. Coming in at 111. Lady Gaga with the fame. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I like hearing that. Yeah, that's also because there weeks. were also because there was what like remember six singles off of it or something? Yeah, like there was a ton of singles, on singles that out. Yeah, like they put two out before it released and then six more after it released. Yeah, it was crazy. They almost had the entire record on the charts. That's how that's yeah. how you milk a record, man. 
Yeah, it is. That's how that's how like those pop records used to be, though. Every like, single track a, was a banger and a single. Yeah, you'd buy a pop record and you're like, oh, I know this song. 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 Yeah. And now, now they just trick you with those songs, and then you buy the record, and it's and like, then you, oh, subpar I music guess, for the rest of it. Yeah, I guess that track is the tent post holding all of this canvas up. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, let's move on to the Billboard Hot 100. Now you have an idea of what was on the charts. Yeah, but based off those, I don't know if I can pull any of those singles. Yeah, we'll see. I'm going to shout it out if you get close. Okay. Coming in number five, Super Bass by Nicki Minaj. Yeah, I don't this know that my track. This boys with boom AC, everything with the roof is missing. When it comes up from the club, he blazing up. Got stacks on deck like he blazing up. And he real, he real, he might got a trio. He pop bottles and he got a right kind of deal. I know most it. of that track. Gotcha. Taylor Swift famously rapped along to Super Bass in a viral what? video around. Really? Yeah. That's wild. Also, I think Super weird weird thing about that. Super Bass, I don't even believe, was ever on the actual record. It was only on a deluxe edition of a record. Oh, really? Is that the yeah. Pink Friday record? Yes. Yes. They got like four different releases. It got a deluxe edition. It got a complete edition. It got a deluxe complete edition, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do have an issue. I have one issue with that record, though, because on the deluxe or the complete, there is an alternate version of a song that's on the record with a different feature that is much better than the one that's on the record. Oh, so you think it should have been the on the record proper? 100%. Gotcha. 100%. Do you want to shout out what song? No. Okay, great. Uh, coming in at number four, <laughs> we have Party Rock Anthem by LMFAO with two features. Can you pull either of them? Yin Yang Twins? No, sir. Lil John. No. Mm-mm. Lauren no, no, Bennett and Goon Rock. No, never for a million dollars. <laughs> why, would you, why would you put me in a trap like that? <laughs> You're an LMFAO guy. No, I'm not. <laughs> I wore neon for a while, but I wasn't an LMFAO guy. Uh, Wait, out of the two of us, was? <laughs> you were wild on these streets in 2011. And you think LMFAO is on these streets? One of those dudes <laughs> is 50 years old. <laughs> no, uh, absolutely not. <laughs> I get why they were hits, but it's not like I was playing yeah. them. I didn't have them down. No, I, didn't, I didn't like them at all. They were not my thing. I, they were a lot of people's thing, but then those people I I've realized. It. Yeah. Like, we're not we're not hanging out if you're jamming LMFAO. That's a wild <laughs> no, vibe. I'm not part of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it all seems so fabricated to me, I think. I think that's the problem. It, it, all seems, it seems very so fake. It seemed it so fake. Yeah. And but over it, the top. But it worked. It worked though, so and sure. People I loved guess. it. Yeah, they made a fuck ton of money. Yeah, they did. Coming in number three, Foster the People with Pumped Up Kicks. Yeah, uh, that's the song about the school shootings, I believe, right? Yeah, that was a yeah, fucked up song with the pumped up kicks. Yeah, I don't. I think it was too soft for me. I, I mm-hmm. don't mind it, but it was a very soft song, and I, abs- that song absolutely does not make me want to listen to a record. No, I don't like. I, I never heard that. Think I listened to that record. I never heard that track was like, I really got to listen to this record. Right, right. I really like what they're bringing to this. Yeah. I really like this energy. Yeah, right. Uh, coming in number two, 
Moves Like Jagger, Maroon 5 featuring Christina Aguilera. I don't like many Maroon 5 songs. I like Moves Like Jagger. I like yeah, Moves I Like Jagger. It. I, think it's a, I think it's a good song. I like the, I like that, like, they're shouting out Mick Jagger and he did move weird. And I think yeah. that's what it felt like to me. It's like, I got moves. I'm fucking weird. Yeah. I don't like the runs that Adam Levine went on while Christina Aguilera was on the track. Moves. Oh, no, dude. I don't mind that song. I, I kind of like that song. I don't you like really? many Maroon 5 songs, and I like that song. Okay, I admitted it. Let's move on. Let's move on. Coming in at number one, do you want to take a guess? It's somebody that was on the 200 list. It's a re- Was the record in the top five of the 200 list? That doesn't help me. I don't yes. remember what it was. Yeah, it was. Can you read me those five real quick again? I can re- <laughs> yeah, I can read you those five real quick. Uh, okay. David, Gayetta, what, David Guetta. David Guetta. Jay-Z and Kanye West. Adele. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Lil Wayne. If you guess the artist, I'll give it to you. You don't even have to list. You don't have to list the song. So you have a one yeah, in five shot. Twenty percent. I know. I think that Adele record came out earlier, so I don't think that's at number one. Wayne, if the, if the Wayne record's at number one, I I, I want to assume that the single. I'm going to say Lil Wayne. Someone like you by Adele. No, oh, yeah, I fucked up. Yep. Yeah, I fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, it was a huge. It was a huge track. Good track too. Good track. Yep. That record was so huge, it had two more songs on the top on the Hot 100. Coming in at number 17, Rolling in the Deep. And coming in at number 80, Set Fire to the Rain. Actually, yeah. I think Set Fire to the... Was Set Fire to the Rain on 21? Or was it on 19? No, it was on 21. 21. Yeah. 21. We got to stop saying it. I'm getting, you, a, I'm getting in a you, mood over here. <laughs> yeah, you're getting in a mood. So, Adele... Has three songs on the Hot 100. But listen to this. Lil Wayne mm-hmm. has 10 yeah. on the Hot 100. All from that record, right? I assume. At number 14, yeah. we have How to Love. At number 16, we have Mirror featuring Bruno Mars. At number 33, we have Blunt Blowing. Number 40, <laughs> She Will featuring Drake. 52, Mega Man. 79, It's Good featuring Drake and Jada Kiss. 84, How to Hate featuring T-Pain. 90, Nightmares of the Bottom. Number 94, President Carter. And number 95, So Special so special featuring John Legend. An entire tenth of the Hot 100 is Lil Wayne. That's because when that record dropped, everybody was listening to the whole thing. It wasn't just yeah. singles. So everybody listened to the whole thing. And Streams are already included in the charts in 2011. I'm pretty sure. Okay. So I would imagine that's yeah. probably that's probably what that is about. Because I mean, you see that happen now. Like Drake will have 16 songs in the top in the Hot 100, and it's like, oh, yeah. Drake. But it's <laughs> I I thought that was wild. That yeah, I, Wayne's a seller. He'll tell you. He's been doing yeah. this shit since he was 13. He had a he had a he had a platinum record in junior high. Hot boys, baby, just nuts. But that's it for the track, for the for the charts, for the records released, for the notes I have. Brand, Polar Bear Club, Clash Battle, Guilt Pride, released September 13, thousand eleven. Eleven tracks, forty minutes, eleven seconds. What do you got for me? Let's start off with the opener, Pawner. Right off rip, not something I immediately vibe with. So like it okay. didn't catch me in with the immediate vibe. It has a very slow start. Yeah, it's definitely a slow builder. The vocals are on the line for me. It's not a sound okay. I dislike. It's it's just one I feel like I've had enough of. Maybe. All right. Like it. 
and it's weird that you mentioned this pro- earlier. It re- this reminds me a lot of Thrice. I got a lot of Thrice out of this. Okay, the kind of gritty a little bit. Yeah, there's not many bands like Thrice that I listen to because basically Thrice kind of gives me that, and just I don't go thrice. searching. Yeah, I don't go sure. searching for anything else. Like if I want this sound, I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll listen to Thrice. But mm-hmm. n- not an awful song, but it didn't like make me go, okay, now we're in, now we're in, now we're in. But it was just, just it was, it was an opener. Let's put it that way. Gotcha. Moving uh, on to killing it. Okay, sorry, God. No, I was just gonna say I have. Uh, like my favorite lines from each song. Okay. If we want to get into that, but we don't have to. It's fine. Whatever you want to do. I just uh I really mess with the songwriting, like the lyrics of this record. Okay. Um, and my favorite line from this one is a little more lasting than shame. Talking about wanting to do do something better than like just do something great, heavier than carrying my name. It's kind of like I feel it a little bit, like carrying on my family's name. But then something he wants to do something great, a little more lasting than shame, which is something that I personally can feel when it comes to my name. I don't know. I just really connect with this song a lot just based on that. I don't know. Like a lot of turmoil in family stuff and trying to move past it and be something great instead of being ashamed all the time uh this one hits hard for me yeah but your family turmoil also does not define you right but sometimes it can feel like it does oh yeah i know i i'm just i'm just have to it i have to say that so you know that your family turmoil does not define you no i know i know but yeah this one hits for me moving on to the second track killing it they sustained the energy from the first track, and I really appreciate that. Yeah, slides right into it. If they would have kind of went back down, slowed it down again, and built up again, I would have been like, okay, all mm-hmm. right. But they sustained right. the energy. Yeah. Here we have some O's that are another point of contention for me. You're not an O guy. O's used to be a free pass for me. Like if you give if you give me <laughs> O's, it used to be it used to be a free pass to say, oh, I'm gonna like this a lot. Mm-hmm. Since then, O's have been used in many other ways by many other bands. And O's (laughs) have kind of lost lost their favor with me. Gotcha. The the vocals are still on the fence. Musically, they're good here, but they're not necessarily reinventing the wheel. Mm -hmm. Not a bad song. I don't this I don't think this one's bad either, but it also didn't like flip that switch. I'm like, all right, here we go. But not not a bad song. Gotcha. We can move on. I don't need to talk about every quote from every song. Are you it's sure? Okay. Are yeah. you sure? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I I really dig that I'm trying and failing, watch it break like knives in the pavement. But it I just feel like apparently this record is super self-deprecating for me. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Uh, and yeah. I I don't know how to respond to you quoting these lines and telling me how sad you are yeah, without right. trying to reassure you. I, I don't know how to do it. So the funny thing is, like, be... I, I don't get sad listening to this record. Like, even though that's because it's your neutral. Apparently, my favorite lines. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's true. You don't have to get sad when you stay sad, <laughs> right? I'm just maintaining. Yeah, it's just it's just maintenance at that point, <laughs> right? Moving on, screams in caves. Yeah, 
The vocal pattern at the beginning of this one brought me in and the riff kept me here. It has a bit more of a pop punk mixed with like guitar rock that I, I unfairly refer to this guitar rock as generic rock. That's kind of unfair, but that's right. kind of what I refer to it as. Yeah. Uh, thrice comparison, big on this one again, pops up in my head Another again. One. Gotcha. And I do have here, maybe that's not fair. Like maybe I shouldn't be comparing them to thrice because I do love thrice. So if they're not living up to that bar, then I'm going to think it's worse. But yeah, it just, right. it's just what keeps popping up in my head. For sure. The last minute, the last minute of this is excellent. It's really strong. It's real catchy. It's real good shit. The last minute of this one really pulls that pulls it together. And I like where they're at. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I really like the opening of this song, the fighting with the bottle drinking me. Yeah. If you just want to say whatever lyric your favorite is, and then I'll just pretend like I didn't hear it and we'll move on. If you want to do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that way it's not as awkward and I don't have to act like I'm a Got therapist it. and I'm not. Sure. <laughs> Moving on to Neil on Nails. The beginning of this one really feels like a like a fountain fountains of Wayne track or oh. even like a, a 2007 bowling for soup riff. <laughs> okay. Like those are just the vibes I got out of this. The vocals sure. stand out here for me as being the vocals I don't super get into. Mm. But w- when they harmonize, I have no complaints. I like when they're harmonizing, but it's in between yeah. that harmonizing that I'm like, ooh. Like yeah. it's it's right on that edge where it could tilt and I'm and I'm not liking it. But it didn't it gotcha. never hit that. It never tilted. It just rides there. And maybe that also that line. Maybe that also adds into the theme of the record where it's kind of anxiety ridden. It's kind of anxious mm-hmm. because when it when I'm waiting for it to tip and it doesn't tip, it does make me a little anxious. So maybe that's right. part of it. Who knows? Sure. Don't have a problem with this song either. But it also okay. wasn't in my top. Uh, I like that. Have we not grown up since school? Timid me and gutless you line. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to my best days. Oh uh, yeah. I can't say the woes are fully to blame here, but this song has everything that I should love. Mm. It has, it has uncommon words used in the lyrics. It has a false ending. It has cool phrases. It has metaphors. It has a, a repeated chorus more than twice. Yeah, it just doesn't hit something about it. It has all wow, those okay. parts, and yeah. maybe they didn't put it in the oven enough. Like it's just a it's just a floppy low for something, man. Because it doesn't hit. It has all those things. It should be a delicious sourdough, and it comes out, and it's just a pan of yeast. Like I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what happened at that point. Something about it just keep. It, it's like it keeps itself at arm's length from me. Like it's just okay. holding me back. Like you don't like you don't like this. Get it, get out of here. You don't like this. <laughs> you don't you really want to listen to this. Yeah, I don't dislike it, but it's just kind of innocuous. Like it's just kind of there, gotcha. and we move past it. So come on, what's Scott's that lyric? No, it's not. It's uh, stealing your heart like an old T-shirt you'll never throw away. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. I was like, I like that line a lot. I thought you would like that one. I, I have a couple lines I pointed out in yeah. here, in later tracks, but gotcha. I didn't. Moving on to life between the lines. Yeah. And here we go. I got It's thrice. So I got to mention thrice. three times. Yeah. <laughs> I think that the vocals are what is thrice reminiscent to me. And like you said, it's that grittiness, but also yeah. there's some melody behind it. I was going to say trying to be melodic. Yeah. Yeah. Musically, I vibe with this one, but the vocal pattern misses me. And I, okay. I do appreciate what they're doing. They are they are trying out different vocal patterns on some of these songs, and I appreciate yeah. it because it's giving me something a little different than just the same thing over and over again. Yeah, they're switching it up. 
when I vibe with it musically and I don't fuck with the vocal pattern, it's basically a wash. Like it's a neutral track. Again, mm-hmm. nothing against it. The ending is pretty solid, but I don't have really too much to say one way or the other about this one. I like the um, distilled. It's still disgusting. Just the way it comes out. Just the the sound of the words. I agree cool with you. Yeah. I'll agree with you. The songwriting on this is solid. I, I do like yeah. the songwriting quite a bit. Yeah. Moving on to I'll Never Leave New York. I'm unsure again about it, but the quote, we're breaking the windows so we can feel the cold computers and candles lighting what we know we're doing fine. Killer mm. lines. Yeah. That yeah. is insane. Yeah. I loved that. I love yeah. it. This it's, it really sets a scene. You feel like you're in New York in an old yeah. apartment building where they had to like bust the windows place out. Where they're squatting. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Killer lines. And the vocal pattern on this one is super pleasing to me. I love the pattern on this one. Yeah. The song is pretty great, even if I could credit most of it to the hook. Like the hook is Yeah, the there, hook is man. super good. Yeah. Like that that hook is killer. But it's it this is this song is great. This song is really, yeah. really good. I really like that one. Uh I really like the car ride scene where it's uh it's us against our will with Neil Young and Catholic Guilt. I like that a lot. Like this this song is very scene setting in yeah. different ways. It's a, it's yeah. definitely a storyteller. Yeah, for sure. Moving on to Bottled Wind. Yep. I like everything about this track. I like oh, the awesome. vocal pattern. I like the music. I like the lyrics. I like the vibe. The Wasteland isn't just for the teenage is perfect. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. almost that's almost a tattoo line. Like I could see yeah. somebody <laughs> having that tattooed like on the I don't know, like oh, like a part of your arm where you normally don't get tattoos because you're special and weird. Like, like I could see that happening. The, the under the under bicep. Between kind the of, elbow yeah. and the armpit. Or, or top yeah. bicep, but like going down it. Like vertical? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think the guitar is going and doing its own thing on here and not just being a part of the rhythm. And I like that much more because in a lot of these other songs, the guitar is kind of just there backing everything up. Yeah. But on this one, the guitar is kind of just doing whatever he wants to do. And yeah. I like that. He's like, I'm just going to mess around. Yeah. Yeah, this song is damn good. I like this song quite a bit. I'm a fan of it. Yeah, I like um, it's going places, getting somewhere now. Moving on to Slow Roam. Yeah. Again, I don't know what to say. I just have, we have to move no, on. No, you're good. I'm going to I'm gonna be nervous I'm just, that I'm not being a good friend. <laughs> no, no. I'm just, I'm just throwing out ones that hit me. Like just yeah. lyrics that hit me in each song. On Slow Roam, maybe the last two really got me into a comfortable groove here, but this one's really good too. Like yeah. what, what a track. I'm, imp- I'm really impressed with the songwriting on this one. The guitar is fiddling around behind everything, but not stealing attention. And that's yeah. incredible. Very behind. Great vibe on this one. Yeah. Great vibe. I, I, I'm a big fan of this song. This one has my favorite chorus on the record. Okay. The, are we waiting for the slow roam? Are we waiting for the give a go? I love it all. Moving on to religion on the radio. Mm-hmm. Opening line is excellent. And then the song maintains that. It's another great track. I think I'm a side B boy on this. Yeah. I I think I think if some of these tracks were broken up in the track listing more, this record would be much better and palatable for me. But sure. it opened in such a realm that was farther away from where I normally sit. So yeah. I, I had to travel to get there. But these this side B so far, man. I mean, they they might be hitting batting for a thousand. Like side B is oh, wow. on this thing. Yeah, uh, I re- I really like this track too. I like the um thought process of 
the guy in your head and the one in the mirror got a different face. Because, mm-hmm. like, I I don't know about you, but sometimes I'll think of myself looking completely different than the way I look, like placing myself in different places, like just in my thoughts and not looking the way mm-hmm. I look. And yeah, just to put that in a song like that. They say that's a product of getting older also because. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. We we all see ourselves as younger because the times mm-hmm. we saw ourselves the most was when we were younger. So yeah. w- when we look in the mirror, they, they say like once you get like 70 or 80, you don't even recognize yourself because oh, I'm sure. you look in the mirror and you're like, you just don't, nothing. See, you don't see it. Yeah, yeah. Nothing like the way you used to look. Yeah. It's wild. Moving on to the closer three, four tango. Mm-hmm. This is the best track on the record. Oh, wow. I'm so okay. I thought you would even like if it. <laughs> it, it takes a hair too long to get to, to, to get to that absolutely money hook. Like, I'm going yeah. back to 2000s slang for this one. That is a money hook. Money. Like that hook <laughs> is fucking great. Mm. I'm sure, much like many of these tracks, there's certain meanings and messages that miss me. You know how I am about that. Yeah. I believe it's because I need to be into something musically before any of it vocally kind of matters. And it's the opposite for you, where yeah. if you get into something like vocally vocally. songwritingly you'll be into it quicker where you'll be like okay i can i can i can forgive some of these musical choices if i like the lyrics where for me to even care about the lyrics i usually have to be involved musically and and into it musically sure and i think this is an excellent closer i Mm -hmm. again think it's the best track on the record that's awesome. Yeah, my favorite line on this is, do you, yeah, do your 20s suck until 29? Because this this came out in 2011. Guess what my age was when <laughs> 2011? 29. 29. Guess, what I, hey, guess what I was going through? I'm about to be 30. My 20s have sucked, but I really don't want to fucking be 30. <laughs> but then 30s get better. But, yeah. And then... So far, 40s have been pretty fantastic, too. So, I top three. Let's go top three. Top three. Give I, it to me. I already told you my top one. Three, four, you ten. You did. Yeah. Excellent song. Love that really song. Good. It It may have been the first one that really caught me from the record through all my listens through. Like, it, I most of the time, my first four or five listens through to this record, mm-hmm. it was just kind of going by. I, I wasn't okay. attached. I wasn't invested. It was just there. It was just sound. It was just noise. It was fine. Sure. And then three, four tango is the first, that hook is the first thing that was like, Oh, hold on. There's something right there. There's something. Like, yeah, Let's yeah. dig into that a little bit. And yeah, then, yeah. and then other tracks began to grow on me. The nervousness that I was on the line about the vocals grew on me. Like that kind of went away. So I didn't have a problem with it. I was like, I get what you guys are doing. I get the vibe. Let's just, you know, let's keep it up. Yeah. And again, to go from like, I didn't dislike anything to begin with. I just mm. didn't but care not about being, anything to begin with. Yeah. Not being into it at all. Yeah. So it like it grew here and there. My second favorite, I'll leave. I'll never leave New York. Love that. Yeah. track. Absolutely I love that love track. That track. Yeah. Banger. And then my third, my third, number three, Slow Rome. Big fan yeah. of that song too. Super good. As you could tell, uh, all from side B. Yeah. All side B. Yeah. I have a hard time picking top three on this record. I love every song i guess my number one would be Ponder. i'm a big fan of that opener i i know you're not a huge fan of like the slow open i think i think that is the most the biggest detriment on this album for me is that opener that opener i i like the way it 
it it's really slow, but it builds to the end and then goes into killing it, like maintaining that steady kind of heavy, quicker pace. I mean, and and this is going to feel counterintuitive to me, but maybe you combine those first two into a longer mm-hmm. track and then right. it's better for me. But yeah. that opener, it I, every single time I started this record, Again, I don't dislike it, but I'm starting off on a on a negative foot. Like I'm not yeah. taking a step back, but I'm absolutely not taking a step forward into the record with that track. I, I think upon or somewhere else on this record, it's better. But as an opener, it did not work for me at all. I don't think it can start anywhere. I don't think it can be anywhere else on the record though, because of that start. You put it right in the middle. It could be an interlude. Like you could um, almost maybe. make it like even even put interlude parenthetically into it, like on the, <laughs> on the track title. But right. yeah, it didn't. It didn't do man. To me, Pawner is the weakest track on this record. Gotcha. Um, my number two, Slow Rome. That's my favorite chorus on the record. Absolutely love it. Great track. Uh, number three, probably Kneel on Nails. For you, I kneel on nails and never give a reaction. I love it. Super good. But I, I really love everything on this record. It grew on me and... What kept me open to it, and again, like we've said in prior episodes, we're both attempting and striving to be more positive about things and not initially (laughs) shutting down. Or if there is a negative, we try to move around it or dig into the negative. Find our way. (laughs) Yeah. 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 But this one one never really had that. It just was... Mm -hmm a kind of nothing for a while. Like it was just a yeah. whisper of a, of an album. And then it did grow on me. And I, you know, I, I did find side B man, really, really great to me. If side B is an EP, yeah. this thing's this, this thing That's is amazing. It. If side B is an EP. Right. <laughs> right. Well, after all that brand, I have to ask you the question, polar bear club, clash battle, guilt, pride, throne, own phone or grown. I think this album sits very firmly directly in between own and phone. Sure. So I I will say for the sake of the show, it's going to be a phone, but if I was out at a shop somewhere at a record store and I saw this for Mm. 20 bucks ish, I'd probably pick it up. And that, that can be said for even some of the groans I have on here because Right. All of the records, all the records we do on here, there is something attached to them because we covered them together and because because we do it. it. Yeah. There is something attached, but for the for the record itself, yeah, it, it grew on me enough that I wouldn't dislike having it in my collection, but mm. I also am not venturing out hunting it down. Not so it's not a, it's a it. it's a phone. Yeah. All right. It's a phone. Side side B is an own. That's the problem there. Side B <laughs> just, is the own. Just straight, yeah. Yeah. Side A is like, eh, maybe we don't. But Yeah. Sure. I like it. I'll accept it. All right, good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm glad you accepted it, Scott. I, <laughs> the, the other thing is, I didn't have to try hard either. Like, there's some records yeah, you give it, me that, even if they're whispers to me, I have to try hard to get into it. This one wasn't yeah. that. I didn't have to try hard, it, and it, it's it's an easy it's an easy listening. Like you yeah. put it on, and it's it's not a break. It, it just goes. Yeah. I mean, maybe if I was super sad, it would do something. But <laughs> well, that's not the only thing you were listening to this week. What's your record of the week? Oh boy, do I have a wild record of the week for you? Oh, good. I, I, when I listened to it, I, I, I knew I was going to give it for the show, but I almost had to text you and be like, "Listen to this ASAP." Oh wow, okay. Because I think it's right up your alley. 
I think mm-hmm. you'll love it or you'll hate it. I don't know. There's there's always that possibility. Okay. But Wait, are you giving it to album- me for an episode for the show? No. No, no just it, you wanted to save no. it for record of the week. Yeah. Got it. It is the record is saved with an exclamation saved. point. Okay. By Reverend Kristen Michael Hader. Okay. And I guess she's an artist who put music out under a different alias before. And in this, she like becomes this character, this Southern reverend, like fanatic, religious fanatic and covers like old Appalachian hymns as well as, as well as like creating some, some regular stuff in there. And it's, there's like the religious stuff of it. And then there's like a deep underbelly of it that feels dirty and run. It was recorded on like half broken tapes so it's like okay. lo-fi and all fucked up. It It is super creepy and like weird feeling. I listened to it at work yesterday and I had to turn it off when somebody came in because I was like, if somebody catches me listening to this, <laughs> they're going to wonder what the fuck is going on. Sure. Okay. It is. It is insane. I recommend you listen to it. You may hate it, but I I'm think downloaded it right now. the artistry of it and the idea and like this. I learned about it from TikTok, by the way. Somebody, okay. I saw a TikTok on it where somebody was like, it, it started off, and I'll, I'll send you the TikTok after the show, but it was like, sure. what if I told you that the creepiest music you could listen to isn't satanic metal or sure. noise rock? And they were like, it is a cover of Appalachian hymns. <laughs> and I was like, what's going on? <laughs> and then I listened wow. to it, and I was like, wow, this is fucking weird. So it is the wow. record saved by Reverend Kristen Michael Hader. Okay. And I look forward to hearing what you think about this record, man, because it is for sure different. It is fucking gotcha. Different. Gotcha. What's your record of the week? Uh my record of the week is one of the 20-year-old records that we listened to this week. Uh you gave it to me. It's Defiance Ohio. Share what you got. Okay. Boy, yeah. did that thing surprise me and really hit. <laughs> like I I didn't lead on. How much I actually loved it when we were talking because you back and forth you about you were it because gonna... I knew I was gonna put it on for this uh, for this episode. Okay. Man, I I went in not knowing anything about this band, this record, whatever, and got hit with uh, another lo-fi folk punk <laughs> anarcho type crazy just I, I amalgamation of yeah just wildness. Like there's a cello, there's violin, there's acoustic guitar, like, and the guy's voice is really unique. And then like another dude starts singing and then another dude starts singing. And it's like this crazy collective. And then I went on a deep dive into their other three records and boy, did it do something for me. I I absolutely loved it. I, th- I thought it was great, too. I've known the name, but I don't think I've ever listened. And I really yeah. enjoyed it also. Yeah, it's super good. Yeah, it's me good too. Shit. For sure. Yeah, really good. So the only thing left is to tell you what we're listening to next week. Yeah, what are we doing? Are you are you doing an audible you know or are you going with what you thought you were going to give me? I think I'm sticking with it. Okay. And because, yes, we do have people that listen to every episode. And I'm very thankful for those people. But For sure. You and I both know this is a show that people, for the most part, listen to episodes of things they listen to. So that they know, yeah, that they know. So, like when we when if I give you a record from the same around this time, 
mm-hmm. it's not that big of a deal because no. yeah, w- whatever, we'll still cover it. Yeah. And the reason that I refuse to answer a question by you earlier is because that record is Pink Friday oh. by Nicki Minaj. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Wow. So I've just been inundating you and the show with, with female artists. Female artists. And it's, con- and it's continuing. This is your last gift to me for 2023. Yeah. Because after this, we have the Christmas draft, our Christmas song yeah. draft. And then we have our year in review episode. And then it's 2024. Yeah. So Nicki Minaj next yeah. week. All right. This, if I thought Lady Gaga was uh, going to be a, a, a challenge for you, but you came through with that one. It was yeah. I'm it wasn't inter- terrible. I'm interested, I'm interested to see where this goes. It could it could go haywire. It could go very downhill. And then now, if it does this. This is probably the. This is going to be probably the hardest for me to break through on this. Like female mm-hmm. rappers is yeah. a tough sell for me. I know. Yeah, but I I I re-listened to this this week, and I think I don't want to I don't want to like say anything, and then you're thinking of what I'm saying. So I'm just gonna yeah, stop no, sure. there. Yeah, I think this is the one, and okay, if it isn't, we have a f- clean slate for next year. <laughs> like we just yeah, we sure we don't remember we that. St- yep. We don't remember that at all. Just move on. Start all but over. I know I love Nikki, and yeah. you bet you better be nice because the barbs are gonna be listening. I uh, know. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I know. So Nicki Minaj, Pink Friday next week. Follow us on yep. Twitter or X at AOLpod. Follow us on Instagram at AOLpod. Send us an email at areyoulistening.pod at gmail.com. Join the Facebook group. Link will be in the show notes. Scott, thank you for the episode. Thank you for the podcast. Thank you for the friendship. Thank you, brother. Listeners, thank you for listening. Go listen to something new. Listen to something you haven't heard before. Nope, that's the same thing. Go listen to something <laughs> new and listen to something old that you love. Yeah, homework. Are you listening? Are you listening? He bought a skateboard and that was the end. You're an LMFAO guy. I got moves. I'm fucking weird. Moves. No. You don't have to get sad when you stay sad. It should be a delicious sourdough and it comes out and it's just a pan of yeast. Pussy. 21. 21. We got to stop saying it. I'm getting in a, I'm getting in a mood over here.